This week of Encyclopedia Womanica is sponsored by Wix.com. These days, whether you're a villain or a hero, you need a professional website. Wix has got you covered. Plus, it's easy to get started. You can build a site from scratch or customize a beautiful template. Go to Wix.com slash podcast. That's Wix.com slash podcast and get 10% off when you're ready to go premium. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. In case this is your first time listening, here's what you're getting into. Every weekday for a year, we're telling the stories of women from throughout history and around the world who you may or may not know about, but definitely should. Each month is themed, and this month is villainesses. With some of the women we're talking about this month, it's unclear whether they really were as evil as depicted. Our villainess of the day is not one of those women. This woman was truly horrible. In case you happen to be around little kids, this is your warning. Listener discretion is advised. Today we're heading back to Nazi Germany to talk about a woman known as the bitch or witch of Buchenwald. Let's talk about Ilse Koch. Marguerite Ilse Kohler was born in 1906 in Dresden, Germany. She was the daughter of a former military commander. Her youth was seemingly nondescript. She was a polite and happy child. When she was 15, she enrolled in school to become an accountant and eventually became a bookkeeper. It was the period after World War I, and Germany's economy was in shambles. In 1932, Ilse joined the growing Nazi party. Friends in the Nazi police introduced Ilse to a man named Karl Otto Koch in 1934, and the two married a couple years later. In 1936, the same year the couple would marry, Ilse started working at the concentration camp near Berlin, which her then-fiancé Karl Otto commanded. The following year, the couple moved to another concentration camp, Buchenwald, where her husband was made commandant. It was there that Ilse engaged in the gruesome and sadistic acts that put her name in the history books among the most evil of characters. She's claimed to have ordered tattooed prisoners to be murdered and skinned for personal artifacts and keepsakes. She also used money stolen from the inmates of the concentration camp to build a sports arena for the Nazi employees. In 1941, Ilse's husband was transferred to help start the Maidanic Concentration and Extermination Camp. Ilse remained at Buchenwald until both she and her husband were arrested on the orders of another Nazi leader. The charges were embezzlement and murder of prisoners. Ilse's husband was found guilty and was executed in the court of the camp he once commanded. Ilse was released in 1944. She lived with her surviving family until she was arrested by U.S. authorities on June 30, 1945. Ilse and 30 others were brought before the American military court at Dachau in 1947. Ilsa was charged with participating in a criminal plan for aiding, abetting, and participating in the murders at Buchenwald. She tried to sway the court's judgment by announcing that she was eight months pregnant, but it didn't work, and she was sentenced to life imprisonment. Still, the battle wasn't over. Four years later, the interim military governor of the American Zone in Germany reduced Ilsa's sentence to four years. He said that he did so because there was no convincing evidence that Ilsa had ordered murders or that she possessed articles made of human skin. She was rearrested in 1945 to be tried in front of a West German court. 
The trial lasted seven weeks and featured 250 witnesses. On January 15, 1951, the court released a 111-page-long decision, convicting Ilsa of charges of incitement to murder, incitement to attempted murder, and incitement to the crime of committing grievous bodily harm. Ilsa, once again, was sentenced to life in prison. She filed for appeal and tried several times to get pardons, but she was unsuccessful. Ilsa hanged herself in prison on September 1, 1967, at the age of 60. She had been suffering from hallucinations and believed that concentration camp survivors were abusing her in her cell. Ilsa Koch was a truly horrific human being. We're going to take a break for the weekend, but we'll be back on Monday with the story of another villainess who you may or may not know about, but definitely should. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you on Monday.